took the freeway out of town Found a place to settle down Got a driveway and a swing set and a dog Welcome to Quadcast. I'm Grant Bruner. With me today is Laughlin. How are you, Laughlin? Fine, thank you. And how are you? I'm very well. So today we're talking about Citadel, the Citadel DLC. And I have to say, before we even get started, I, I had high hopes for this and... Uh, all of my expectations were either matched or blown away completely. Best piece of DLC I've, I've ever experienced. Do you agree, or, or were you uh, less enthusiastic? When I heard about it, it was uh, like, oh, great, this is going to be my scene. But it was awesome. Yes. It was perfect. Seriously, the best. Absolutely. And what's great is that <clears throat> not only uh, have I heard Mass Effect enthusiasts speak so highly of it, but even people who are who were kind of critical about Mass Effect 3, I think it's great. And I think this is a great example of what $15 DLC should look like. Anyway, it's a great note to go out on for uh, Mass Effect 3. You know, Omega was good. Don't get me wrong, I liked Omega. Yeah. It was kind of a letdown in, in that I was hoping for a Lair of the Shadowbroker caliber DLC, and that's not what Omega was. So starting out, you get a, you get an email. Hey, you know, you should take some shore leave, head over to the Citadel, to uh, Admiral Anderson's apartment. So you go there, and it is a swanky apartment. I still don't know why he needed all those bedrooms. He's kinky? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, he, he has lots of bedrooms. Fireplace, a, a jacuzzi, um, you know, a, a place to work out, a <laughs> huge, huge living room, a bar, a full bar, a kitchen. Yeah, it's it's. And huge. TV, that's huge TV. Oh my god. Now, they, they did a lot of new work. Like, all this stuff is completely new. It's not like they, oh, we're just going to reuse assets from the main game. Did you, do you like the, the aesthetic of, of uh, all this stuff in the, in the, in the apartment? Actually, yeah, I do. It, it was, it was pretty nice. And, uh, clean, really. It, it looked fine. I was, Kind of disappointed about how they uh, they said that you can you know customize it and make it your own and stuff. But what really happened is that you could only change some colors and that's it. But that was okay because the apartment itself looked pretty nice. Yeah, I think the apartment was fine, and I feel like with with the very limited customization that you can do, I feel like it w- it probably would have been just been better if they just have left left that out completely because you don't want to say hey you can customize this and then well. You, you can kind of customize it, but not really. But not really, no. The biggest change that you could make is to change all the armchairs into Ottomans, and that was like... And the shelf, the shelving is actually pretty different, too. I think the apartment looks nice. One of the weirdest things in this DLC, and a DLC is pretty weird, uh, is that there are audio logs from Anderson in Anderson's apartment st- strewn throughout the entire apartment yeah i get what they were doing they wanted to like shove in some backstory stuff or give some exposition about anderson but what is the in-universe explanation for having logs all throughout his entire apartment i think he was writing an autobiography when he was kicked back to work and i mean that guy has like 20 like 20 space ipads sure they're littered all throughout his apartment which i found pretty silly also i he kind of hams it up the the voice actor for anderson he kind of hams it up in those where he he gets he gets very uh if it was if he was a stage actor he would be chewing the scenery yeah but you know it's Keith David, he tends to be that way sometimes, and that's fine. Over dramatic. Uh, well, didn't you like him in uh, The Princess and the Frog? I did not. I did not see The Princess and the Frog. Oh, he was great in that. And you, ha- you basically you have one thing. It's like, oh, hey, 
Joker wants to see you. You should probably go talk to Joker. Go have some dinner. And it's like, well, obviously this is going to trigger a mission. Yeah. And so you go... And uh, th- that's when that's when the action part of it starts. Went to the bar, to the to the sushi bar, and um, I tried to order a drink. And immediately, I-, I was like, "Well, Jordan's gonna hate this this first part where she can't immediately get drunk." <laughs> no drinks for you. Yeah, no drinks, no drinks at, at, at first, which is which is kind of a bummer. But then you go and you talk, and then and then the the uh, the inevitable um, switch where it's like, "Wait a second, you didn't send me an email, and I didn't send you an email, and then you know." All things go to hell. So, what do you th- what did you think about uh, what did you think about Brooks? She was awkward to me. I mean, obviously, someone something was wrong with her. She was sabotaging it from the very beginning. But did you know that coming in? No, but I suspected that my, my that something was up. And she used all my medigel. You know, also with all the fish in that sushi bar, I thought I figured they would throw in a Krogan uh, asking about the fish reference, but they didn't. No, instead they threw you through the fish. <laughs> and I think it's also funny that in this DLC. Shepard kind of jokes about throwing her his or her weight around it's like hey Shepard uh, hey Joker I'll get you I'll get you a, a drink with two umbrellas I think that that kind of that kind of jokiness is exactly what I wanted I wanted it to be kind of tongue in cheek kind of like a good space B movie and that's really what they delivered yeah I love that it set, set the tone for all the uh, for the entire real scene for me and then, so as, as pretty much as soon as as Brooks barges in, the the, the mercs start coming in. And I think these mercs look awesome, but but with, with the kind of the black or dark blue, uh, and then the kind of the light blue as as the light accents. I thought that that was a great model for the for the mercs. Yeah, they were, and the armor was really nice. I wish I could get that armor, but I couldn't. You immediately know that something is up. Like there's going to be <laughs> some sort of reveal because, I mean, you're Shepard, you're fighting the Reapers and Cerberus. At the same time, and there, now there's this now there's this third faction that's after you. There's there's clearly something behind it. Now I didn't know what the actual reveal was going to be, but I knew that there was, there was like, hmm, th- this isn't just going to be a random Merc band. Like this no. this is clearly going to be a thing. So that's cool. And then immediately you get the I believe it's the M11 pistol, and it is is it the, I think it might be the best pistol in the game now. <laughs> it's really overpowered. If you're if you're pulling off headshots, you're really killing dude, dudes with, <laughs> killing with, them with two shots with full with full shields. You're basically like headshotting and and taking them down, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, semi-automatic. Yeah, and that's crazy because like the uh, the the blood pack gun that they released as DLC is really really powerful, but it only has you can only chamber one round. Yeah, I always run around with it now that uh, I get to have it, but uh, the 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 one shot. Per- uh, thermal clip is kind of a hindrance, actually. But I'm I'm always using powers, and the pistol is just you know uh, just in case. But uh, that suppressor thing is really nice. Yeah, it's great. And I and I guess there's also the in, in the DLC they also give you a, an assault rifle, which I never I never use assault rifles. But apparently it is designed to work like uh, Mass Effect One guns. Yeah, it is the the gun from the standard gun from Mass Effect One, the one you get. At the beginning, I don't. I never used it. I just what? never. I just don't use it uh, because I. I just. I. I don't use. I don't use assault rifles. I never. I from the first game onward, I just never used assault rifles. I would always equip to either a, a pistol or a submachine gun uh, in in all three games, uh, whatever it was, and uh, I never. 
I don't. In fact, I don't think I've ever equipped an assault rifle, even on my multiplayer characters. No, I uh, used um, a matchlock in the second one. Oh, uh, really? But in the first one, it was always sniper rifles, even on the. Uh, so then you have to escape uh, from from being uh, captured by the uh, by the Merc group, uh, and you kind of have to play solo for about twenty minutes, which w- worried me because because you're you're by yourself for for a, quite a bit up front. And I'm like, uh oh, did they just not? Did they not spend the money for to get people back to do a lot of recording in the studio? Is that why I'm so low? But they immediately quash those fears when you meet up with somebody. So from what I read, it is either Liara if you don't have a love interest, Liara if you romance her, or whatever your your romance is. Uh, as long as you're romancing somebody in your squad, they'll show up. But yeah. the de- but the default is Liara. So I got Liara. Who, who, who did you get? Garrus, uh, of course. Okay, so Garrus showed up. For- Complimented my appearance, which was odd because the first time I tried it, uh, because I played through it and then did it again just for fun to see if I didn't miss anything. And it was uh, Gareth. And the first time I had the N7 hoodie on, and he complimented my appearance and didn't really fit well. So the next time I did it, uh, I put on the dress. Well, that is that is interesting. I think this is the first time that you can f- in in Mass Effect Three that you can you can shoot while you have your casual appearance on is that right in mass effect 3 yes so yeah that, I, that was actually pretty cool and i did play it with my with i had the n7 hoodie on because obviously that's what you're going to keep on most of the time during, during the whole thing i usually have the dress on but then again i downloaded a mode with uh which changes the dress to something much nicer yeah the dress is weird because if you if you pl- if you leave it on and then you go into cutscenes, shepherd acts like she doesn't have a dress on so she's not, she has her like legs wide open provided that rex is alive bam rex shows up which i was- and he trashes the kodiak <laughs> and Completely i was- annihilated. <laughs> i was very excited because they had mentioned the 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 bioware team had mentioned that rex was in it, but they did not specify whether or not he was going to be part of your squad for the DLC. So I was really hoping that that he was. And then you know you get you get a little bit of, cu- of a cutscene of him being destructive as as the leader <laughs> of the Krogans would be. Uh, and then he just joins up with you and whatever your love interest is. And then so I'm immediately like, huh? I wonder if I can if I can spec him out or if he comes pre spec. And hey, you you basically he comes like half spec. So like all of his all in his skill trees. All of them are spec'd out to three, and then you can do whatever you want with the rest of the points. And really, you should probably be playing this once you've beaten the game. So you're you're going to be like up to level sixty, most likely. I believe I was at fifty nine, and then I bumped up to sixty at somewhere in the first mission. Uh, I did it after Ranoff. I think I was like fifty seven. I think. And I think this this doesn't. I think this unlocks after the attack on on the Citadel. I believe that <laughs> this is available. So you don't have to do it at the as the end game but i would imagine most people are yeah especially the ones who just played the the game once and just left it and went through all the dlc right and also i the the one thing that i I haven't looked up is what happens if morden is alive i wonder if morden can come to the party that would be crazy and awesome if that if that did happen so that's cool uh I, I apparently I, w- I went and looked it up. I looked at a YouTube video, and apparently, if Rex is dead, number one, you're a monster. But number two, instead of meeting up with Rex, you meet up with James, and James mm-hmm. does a similar thing to he what just, Rex does. Actually, just shoots the um, shoots the Kodiak with a 
with uh, a heavy weapon. It's it's not as fun to watch. No, it's certainly not. Certainly, Krogans are much more destructive. <laughs> so yeah, I was really stoked to get Rex uh, and and have Rex as the as a squaddy because when they had talked about. Uh, you know, hey, Master Effect 3, uh, you'll have all your friends, including, you know, including Rex. I assumed Rex would be a, a squad mate in Master Effect 3 and was pretty disappointed when he wasn't. But this is, you know, obviously you don't get to play with Rex throughout the entire game. But just having this little uh, encounter with him uh, was pretty cool. It was awesome, especially since it's reunited my squad from uh, Mass Effect 1. Because mm. I usually was running with um, Garrus and either Rex or Tally in the first game. You escape, you go back to your, your snazzy apartment and you meet up with your basically your entire and they, they're like, oh well hey, you have this pistol so we'll analyze that and get and get some uh, get some in- information about that which obviously is, is not true <laughs> not true in the least. But you do get to have some conversations with your crew and get to get to hear what they, they think and that's that's pretty neat. Pretty much immediately go to the next mission. They give you shit about getting uh, strong for the for the uh, fish tank. Yeah, and destroying the sushi place. It was the best sushi place on the city there. And actually, there's a there's a Miranda mission uh, later in the game. <laughs> she also gives you a <laughs> yeah um and then uh, so basically this second mission is basically like the kasumi loyalty mission from mass effect 2 you're going to a party and there's going to be somebody over the radio giving you giving you uh specific things to do and you're walking around following lines on the floor the weird thing though in mass effect 3 shepherd's eyes get real freaky because he, or he has contact lenses yeah that's uh, that looks so weird that freaks me out especially since i have custom eye color on my shepherd only time I really had any problem with it was the very, very last time uh, with the, the very last thing where you had to do it in a specific order. Like, you have to, like, turn off a camera, then distract a guard, then turn off a camera and then distract a guard. Something like that. You have to do it in a very specific order. And it took me, I think, two or three tries to figure out which order I needed to do it in to successfully do it. You know, I mean, the, what, what I did was uh, just paid attention to the first guard that was patrolling and uh, on one distraction I took Garris and he was talking about uh, how apparently his human girlfriend is giving him shit for some reason. (laughs) So while he was talking about that I managed to uh, turn off both cameras. So by the time he was uh, done talking, I was already uh, doing the third one. Yeah, you just have to be really fast about it and watch the guard who is patrolling. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't terribly difficult, but it did take me a couple tries to do it. Uh, and, and luckily, those tries only take about 30 seconds. So it's not like it's a big deal. So you took Garrus, and I and I would usually take Javik or Liara, except that I'm like, hey, I only have Rex for a limited amount of time. I'm going to take so Rex with me. Him? Yeah. Oh, I did it, and later on he was very disappointed that I didn't take him on his date to the casino. Am I too old for you, Shepard? I like the idea of, like, press space to mingle. <laughs> press F to stop mingling. <laughs> That's pretty amusing. You, you got to meet the consort again. Uh, did you find her? I didn't yeah. see her, no. I did see some Asari, but but I don't remember it being the consort. Yeah, there was uh, a consort in a corner, in, in a booth somewhere. No, I must have missed her. Damn, that's that's a shame, because I, I liked the consort. Yeah, she, she, was, she was very nice. 
Yeah. She basically told you to win or else. So what are your thoughts about how Mass Effect does stealth? This this idea of keeping guards away or whatever is not not this isn't exactly the same as like a, a traditional stealth game like a like a Metal Gear Solid or something where you're you're like you're hiding in shadows or sneaking around corners. This is much more of like, you know, you're doing you're at a party and this is how this is how Mass Effect does stealth. Do you do you like this? That where where you're taken away your your guns are taken away and you kinda have to do things strictly by uh, puzzle solving? Yeah, I enjoyed it, but then again I enjoy the stealth based games and puzzle solving a lot. So right. it it was it was very nice distraction from all the shooting. Yeah. Because well Mass Effect three is quite gun oriented and this was relaxing yeah know? that's what i liked that's what i really liked about leviathan was that it's, it was kind yeah. of like playing la noir within mass effect 3 yeah and puzzle something yeah and it, it had this kind of space horror thingy yeah 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 like you know very nice i like the, the, the actual to the west really yeah um, yeah, I think Leviathan is, is a great DLC as well. Also, what I noticed that Brooks has a weird accent. I didn't notice her having a sp- any specific accent in the first act, but when she's but when we find her again in the second act, she sounds like a stereotypical like a stereotypical Irish accent. She sounds like she has frosted Lucky Charms. <laughs> So her her accent like fades in and out of I think generic British to to specifically like weird stereotypical Irish and I don't know if anybody else felt that way but I felt that her her accent got real weird in the second in the second mission. Yeah, she she did sound a bit different, but then again, if you think about it, it kind of fits her. Find out later what's going on with her, how she changes the accent all the time. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. It's so weird. And it fits her character or it's or alternately alternately the voice actress just kind of slipped into it like in in oh. in the first star wars in in uh, in episode four like princess leia starts out with with a british accent and then slowly fades away from the british accent oh, oh no, no you're talking about the, the correct trilogy i didn't notice that Yes, yes, the 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 original trilogy. I didn't notice that, but then again, when I was actually watching it for the first time, I couldn't really tell accents. What who we're there for is not is dead now, and um, but we do get to meet. We get to meet over over com or I guess over like video chat. We get to meet this this obscured mysterious figure. <laughs> um, hmm, this this looks familiar. Who could it be? I, at that point, I was just like, is. It, because you see, it's kind of fuzzed out. But my shepherd, I, I, on the PC, I'm just using the default female shepherd. So she looks pretty distinctive because she has red hair, and there's not a lot of red-haired characters. And you can also yeah. see the kind of the green eyes. So when it's doing that fuzzy thing with the default female shepherd, you can kind of tell it's the def- the default female <laughs> yeah. shepherd right away. If it was, if it was uh, like the default man shepherd, I could imagine it being. Difficult. Yeah, more difficult because it looks kind of just like a generic dude. But for the default female shepherd, I, I kind of saw that coming when that when that happened. It was even easier for me because I have, like I said, I modified my save to have a specific. Uh, custom colors of eyes and hair right there in front of me what i kind of thought going in 
when, when that happened, I was like, I was wondering if it was going to be like a Shepard VI or something like that. Uh, I didn't, I didn't specifically, I didn't specifically think clone. No, I, I was thinking more like uh, Doctor Eva Part Two. So yeah, so we get you're introduced, and then we're, and then we're kicked, we're kicked back to the apartment. You know, you can chat around with your friends again. Uh, but then we're, and then there's the third and fu- kind of like the final mission in the action sequence of Citadel. It's amusing because essentially you get to bring everyone, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, but who's going? Yeah, Shepard, who's going? How about everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's. I mean, and that's cool that that you get to kind of get to bring everybody despite only having two in your party. And I think it's hilarious. Number one. Obviously, there's a ton of banter in this in this last leg of of the mission, uh, which is good, and I and I like that there's a lot of like waka waka silliness where it's like, can you jokers just shut up and shoot something? Uh, which is funny, uh, but I also think it's hilarious that uh, and I don't know I don't know how familiar you are with terrible 1970s cartoons from America, but uh, Scooby Doo has. Uh, it traditionally has is known as like terrible running animation, and yeah. that's kind of what it looked like when when the, the people not <laughs> yeah, in your party. The animation when they were running around this, these walkways, right? Yeah, it looked real bad. <laughs> <laughs> it looked. I mean, it looked. It looked like it was straight out of Scooby Doo um, for me, and, and it was. Yeah, now that you mention it, it was silly. Uh, was what it was, and that was fine. Did you take you took Rex along with you in this last one? And Gary, yes. My problem. I liked Rex, and obviously Rex just goes around wrecking things, which is great. Uh, my problem is that he has he's like really overpowered in this. Yes, Seriously. he just rushes there like he was like he plays like. Uh, uh, Sentinels and in, um, uh, in multiplayer, right? Just running there and just headbutting everything. Yeah, not like Vanguard, despite the fact that he is a Vanguard, right? Because he doesn't have the charge, but otherwise, that's exactly it. He just runs there and just roar. And- well, if he did have charge, he would be even more overpowered. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 only problem with Rex is that he has like two lines that he repeats when he's attacking. And they just repeat far too often. Something about blah, 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 princess. I just hated that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Actually, Shepard mentions that. She said, what What the hell are you trying to do? Trying out new uh, catchphrases? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of, like, breaking the fourth wall type stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I like how uh, Javik didn't like to acknowledge the fact that he was part of one uh, team. And they were bickering about who has more kills, and then he chimes in and says that this is Team Protean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have more kills than both of you combined. <laughs> yes, very, very good. Very clever. Also, it's pretty interesting uh, is that there's all these holograms uh, that, you, that you're going through, and you're kind of getting more backstory into into the, the universe where you're talking about very specific events, like with the, it talks about unleashing the genophage, it talks about the first contact war. So, like, all these events that we've heard about in Mass Effect canon, it kind of gives you a very specific look at it, kind of like when you go into the uh, into the Geth consensus stuff, and you're looking at the holograms of what happened during the original uh, Geth Quarian War. That's true, and but it was really awkward for me, like I said, because I I took my Korean boyfriend and my uh, sort of uncle Rex, a uh, Krogan, mm-hmm. uh, to those uh, archives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And first I walk in, and there, there are Turians interrogating a human. Mm. Okay, the next vote is the Genophage. Okay, that's great. And Krogan Rebellion. Awesome. 
have any comments on that and i wish they had uh, i did like it though and it kind of made me think do you think that they the, do you think that bioware just put that in there as kind of like a well this is all kind of side story stuff so let, let's let's at least take have a token way of tying this into mass effect fiction on the whole or do you think that they're specifically saying like hey how, what do you guys think about exploring further into this maybe maybe future games would explore more into the past of mass effect do you think that it's implying something or do you think it's just an attempt to tie this into the rest of mass effect well see, i think that it might be just an attempt to tie us into it but then again they were asking you the bioware i mean if you would prefer a sequel or a prequel to Mass Effect. Hey, did you notice that you can find, find an Ark of a Covenant no. in those archives? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. In, the, in the Broken Vault, uh, there, there's a malfunction there, but uh, when you go a little further back and look at the vault, you can see the hologram kind of flashing, and it's an Ark of a Covenant. Huh, no, I didn't see that at all. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of content. There's a lot of content in this DLC, and it's easy to miss a lot of it. If you're just running through, you're going to miss a ton of it. Uh, so definitely go back and play, or at least watch videos of people playing. Yeah, that, that's why I tried to kind of be sure not to miss anything. And uh, so, yeah, the holographic stuff is, is great. And then you're immediately shown Shepard as a clone, so you get you get, you get the double of Shepard. And I think that they handled it well. You know, with what the the events that happened in Mass Effect 2, they really could have said something that's really dumb and cheesy, like, well, when Miranda and her team were resurrecting Shepard, they copied her consciousness into this clone! Um, that would have been even would have been pretty dumb and i feel like this is just the right amount of dumb this is the right tone of dumb it's kind of it's where it's kind of silly kind of b-movie like uh where there's a shepherd clone and the shepherd clone is pissed off it's an e- it's evil shepherd and i think that that like it, was, it hit just the right tone where it, if they would have gone too far it wouldn't have played it would have it would have seemed bad but this it, i feel like what they did with this is just a clone of shepherd there's nothing special it's like Clearly, it is not Shepard. It is just it is just a clone of Shepard. I think that worked really well. And, and I like the fact that they didn't try to, you know, say that they tried to download her personality into the clone. Just, you know, well, we grew the clone for spare parts, you know. Right. But uh, then she woke up and, oh, she was pissed. Yes. Yes. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think that the, the clone stuff was handled as well as any clone plot can be handled <laughs> because anytime you're dealing with clones, things tend to get a little uh, out of control, a little silly. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like they, like the, the writers, when they, when they wrote the clone plot, they completely acknowledged that like, this is kind of a silly sci-fi thing to do. And, <laughs> and I love that. Yes. And, and yes. That I'm very much into all kinds of sci-fi really. And most especially space operas, uh, stuff like that. It was so very much right into the genre that I that I love. You know, it was perfect, handled really well, done very well, also. So it it was actually a great job by them. Kind of acknowledging what they were doing, they make it good um, by by being aware of the, you know, hey, we're using common sci-fi tropes. Hey, we're being a little tongue in cheek about what we're doing. We're making jokes about it. Uh, that that's what makes it work by them being so aware of the situation and by 
by you know by them kind of like tipping their hat to the player and saying like yeah this is silly but come along for the ride and have some fun with us i think that's what what's so great about this dlc yeah absolutely if, if they try to do it seriously it would just flop. it would be fine but it wouldn't be as great as it is yeah or they could try to deconstruct it you know and it would turn out that you are the clone and the real shepherd is pissed off. Yeah, that would be that would be quite dumb. Yeah, unfortunately there's a lot of movies and video games where they do exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, like the sixth day, uh, with the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and I was, I, like, yeah. I was worried for a sec when when they first showed that it's a clone. I was slightly worried about how they would handle it, but they they pulled it off, so no problems. Also, I think it's hilarious that there's like curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal, Brooks. <laughs> And uh, she 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 comes out and, and obviously she is uh, not on your side and was and I, I I didn't I didn't see that I didn't see it coming I I didn't ex- I didn't see the clone coming I didn't see Brooks betraying uh, Shepard I didn't see it um so that they have that they, they like I I didn't expect it. I that, something I knew something I knew they were gonna do something weird something wacky but they they were able to pull it off and I wasn't able to just immediately know what they were doing. Uh, so that worked pretty well. So you you know obviously you're going through this whole thing to get to them. You know they lock <laughs> they lock Shepard and all of her friends away, uh, which it seems pretty pretty um, bad. And I like how how nonchalant Shepard is the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> and wondering, do I really sound like that? I should go. <laughs> I should go. I should go. Do I really sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like, and then said, <laughs> I just thought that it's just a regular human thing. And then, so they get there, and they finally make their way to the Normandy. And finally, I, I thought, like, I'm, I was like, did they completely leave Trainer out of this DLC? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, she was there for ver- she, she was out. She was not at your apartment for a very specific plot reason. <laughs> and uh, that's that's funny. That's cute. That's it's it's. And then, oh, the, with the toothbrush. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. And especially, uh, you know, Mass Effect is not really that great at pulling faces. Mm-hmm. But they managed to make her do uh, those wonderful facial expressions. It's really, it, it's, she, it's she funny. She just looks at the toothbrush and just turns it on <laughs> yeah it's great uh, and then and then you know obviously Shepard comes in and and starts kicking ass on the normandy and also it, it reminded me that like i didn't even remember at first that in mass effect one you can totally shoot on the normandy's bridge like you can totally pull out your gun and just start shooting and <laughs> when you can shoot on the normandy it felt really weird in mass effect 3 that's true so anyway, you go, you, you clear out any of the mercs that are left. And I, I like, I like that as, as Shepard is going through completely destroying all of the mercs, they're like, well, shit, I think we picked the wrong Shepard and, and talked about, you know, how, how screwed they are. Why did you say, uh, did, did she say, uh, slow her down? Did, does she not think we can take her? She thinks we can on the water. Yeah. Did you find your hamster? Uh, oh yeah, the hamster where Shepard gets pissed. Oh gosh. Go yeah, I think that's funny. I think that's really funny. It's like the Baldur's Gate again. Yes. Oh, and if you have the uh, the, the husk head experiment from from Leviathan, it's just shrieking continuously from the bottom of the garbage can. I I remember seeing it, but I don't remember hearing it. Maybe I had my sound. It's really masked, okay. you know. Yeah. But 
Yeah, it's there, and it's really pissed off. It's funny, and then you and then you have to take out Shepard slash Brooks. I have to say, they did a pretty good job, because it's pretty common for video games to do the thing where it's like, okay, now you have to fight a version of you, or a version of your party, and it's usually, it's either way overpowered, or it's way underpowered, but this, I feel, worked pretty well. There was only, what did she have, like three metagels? Something like that? Five metagels. Five metagels? So she had a, a pretty limited number of metagels and you, it was pretty clear they telegraphed pretty clearly this is how much health she's going to have play defensively play strategically and you'll you know you'll be able to get through it pretty easily and um, yeah, except when they they have random uh, yeah appearing but Rex handled that. Yes. So yeah, I felt that that, that last the boss fight with Shepard v, v Shepard. Um, I felt it, that it what it in no way was it hard, but it was a very strategic fight, which I like. Yeah, it was, especially when the shepherd is um, a biotic. That was kind of annoying. Oh, I know how everybody else feels. <laughs> we, we both play Paragon mostly, but when it comes to saving the clone shepherd, do you do you do you bother to offer to save the clone shepherd, or do you just immediately say like, no, fuck you? Yes, of course. Okay, you play you're playing full full space Jesus. Uh, well, no, I mean, come on, it's maybe not really me, but at least a bit. Yeah, I want. Well, I I want. I, I wanted to say. I wanted. I wanted to just be like, nope, you're screwed, and and do the renegade thing. But I also kind of wanted to see what they would do if you save the clone, and then the, the, they cop out and nothing happens. But like, I would but think it would be fun. So yeah, I think it would be much funnier if there was a a evil shepherd just running around the Mass Effect universe. Well, there was for a bit. Well, right, but I mean, like, like, well, she got away, or she's in prison now, or something like that. I think that would be, I think that would be a funnier ending. That kind of does leave a, that, that, if they would have done that, that would have left a, you know, a plot thread completely hanging in the wind. Yeah. So I understand why they did it, but it also would have been pretty amusing if there was just this wild, wacky shepherd causing havoc throughout the universe. I, I, no, I suppose they would lock her up, but then she would get away and you know, yeah. problems, problems. Yeah, it's much easier to but just I, kill her. I get why they, have, why they have to kill her in the end, because, you know, it would leave an opening for what? Right. More shepherd games? Yeah, play as Evil Shepherd. <laughs> Mass Effect Four, Evil Shepherd. I'd play that. Wait, wait. If if you are a renegade, mm-hmm. is the clone good? No, the clone's bad. Even worse, you know. Yeah, even well, because like, look, yes, even if you play completely renegade Shepherd, you're still a good guy. Like, you're still looking out well, you're for anti-hero more. Yeah, really. yeah, you're like Batman or whatever. Like, you're you're kind of a jerk, but you're still like, there's no way to be an evil Shepherd because you're still oh, saving I'm the. Not sure if you know killing Rex is a good thing or well, that's true. Uh, killing all the Koreans or all the guests is that great or not evil at all because this but there's no way that you're that you're you're going to you're you're looking to to trash well i guess if you choose if you're a renegade and you choose and you choose uh control i guess that's kind of an evil shepherd thing to do yeah be like oh well guess what i'm the right i'm the reapers now and i'm gonna reap all of you that would be bad but yeah shepherd's the good guy even more evil yes you're the worst shepherd uh, the super evil, super renegade, mega renegade Shepard. And I, th- I felt that it was just the right amount of 
of fighting, just the right amount of combat. If it would have been much more combat, it would have felt it, it would have felt more like a mega. Yeah, and it was fun because of all the banter and and stuff and all the cutscenes throughout the uh, DLC and the little mission that that is well, more or less stealth based. That was uh, really nice. If you're if you're doing everything that there is to do in this DLC, I would say that combat is less than half of the total content. Like, combat is probably, like, 40% of the total DLC. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot... Unless you go to the Armax Arena. Oh, that's true. That is completely true. But that's optional. Right, it's completely optional. It's only if you like (laughs) doing it. So, yeah, that's great. I mean, that's great. Uh, I think that that was very, very uh, well done. Did you like the way that it was initiated and the way that it wrapped up? Yeah, I did. Like I said, it was nearly perfect. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's very little that I could have asked for more from that DLC. Is that it? it like, a- absolutely, it is. It is a giant fifteen dollar piece of fan service. But after after all of the the trials and tribulations that Mass Effect Three has seen, I think a little fan service is just what was just what was needed. Absolutely, yeah, and fun. Yeah, because it was it was just fun. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's really no part in this in this DLC where I'm not having fun. I swear, I never had this much fun in any video game ever. Even the scene in the Far Cry Three when you are burning those fields of you know marijuana. Yeah, to to Skrillex and uh, Bob Marley's son singing in your ear. Yeah, even that was not as much fun as this DLC. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean. I, what I I have heard some people say that they interpreted this as like a little bit of Mass Effect Two shot right into Mass Effect Three, and I kind of agree with them because Mass Effect Two really was, more, you know, obviously there's still Reapers, so obviously the Collectors are a threat, but it was way more lighthearted than Mass Effect Three was because you weren't at the like the world wasn't being the Earth wasn't being destroyed uh, in mm-hmm. Mass Effect Two. There was a lot of lightheartedness. There was a lot of fun. Mass Effect 2, I think that people are, would argue, is is a lot of people's favorite of the, of the series because... Yeah, it, because it, it was fun. Yeah, because it, it had those really high, high moments, like getting uh, getting a new Krogan friend was pretty great. Getting Grunt is, is, is really fun. Then killing a Thresher mom with him. Yeah, I mean, it just, there's a lot of, uh, and obviously like, Morden is tons of fun. Um, so okay. there's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of the tone of Mass Effect 2 in this DLC. And I kind of, I, I agree with them in parts. Um, yeah, and since, you know, Mass Effect 3 is quite dark and really heavy on the mood most of the time. And this, this was just relaxing. And Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is really the only way I think they could have pulled this off by basically having this be the last DLC. Um, they pulled it off really well because it's basically saying, hey, play this once you've finished the game. It, it would be weird to just be like, hey, everything's on fire. We're all fucked. Hey, why don't you have a house party? <laughs> that, yeah. that would be really weird. And now, technically, that is what they did because this does take place before <laughs> Shepard solves it. But obviously, these, this is this is after everybody's played that. Everybody's everybody's had that narrative arc already, and this is a way to like decompress after that. Exactly. Many people actually choose to uh, uh, imagine that uh, this DLC takes place, you know, after right. Uh, 
the end of the game, really, and just uh, uh yeah, kind of like a celebration. After like everything is over, then you have this and the party, and that's how it. That's in my opinion, this is exactly how it should have ended. But yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, the reason why people like Mass Effect is because like because of you, the 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 player actions you get to take because of the the the, the story because of the, the interactions with the with your squad mates this has everything i think that it's really funny that once you once you finish up the the you know the actual combat stuff you come back and uh, your your immediate task before you is buy party supplies <laughs> which is hilarious yeah, don't do it at the very moment you get the the chance because then you can miss out a lot of opportunities right hang out with friends when joker talks about having the party that they're he he, that they pre-invite like what is it like four people four or five people yeah he's very excited and just start descending invitations right but i wonder i wonder what specifically the reason is for that like there's only so much scripting that they could do and they want to make sure that at least XYZ characters were in there. I think it's, it's it's pretty it's interesting and weird at the same time. No, you you cannot uninvite them. I think no, they're speci- yeah. they speci- like specifically in that scene. Joker's like, there's no uninvite button. Oh yeah, there's there's no way to uninvite <laughs> them. I think it's like James and Joker and Edie. I think are by default and Liara. I think um, are and Trainer. I think maybe maybe that's it. Uh, oh, oh, I know. The only characters that actually live are automatically invited. Yeah, those that you can't lose along the way in Mass Effect Two. Mm, that would make or sense. Or three. Yeah. Um, so they're automatically invited, and there's no way to uninvite them because if I could have uninvited James, I would have. Um, oh, not again. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh. He's even more adorable in the DLC than he was. Oh, it get well. Uh, we, 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 there's more stuff. We'll, we'll talk about that when it comes to it because yeah, I okay, have tons. Sorry. I have tons of stuff to say about James and how creepy he is. Um, uh, you think he is creepy? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know if we had the same experience. Okay, for me, he tries to hook up with Ashley. Did you have that? Uh, no, not yet. I am playing a save. I mean, Shepard now. That she has, she has Ashley alive and not Caden. Uh, so no, not yet. Oh, it's so creepy! It's so creepy. And there's basically creepy. Well, it's creepy because like they're kind of drunkenly hitting on each other, and then so when you do the switch over to like from from like quiet to party or or whatever, I don't remember the exact time. They're basically like alone uh, in a back room. Kind okay. of like, kind of like talking to each other, and then you get the option of it's like support hookup or or like support cooldown, uh, okay. and like Shepard is actually it's she- it, this is what creeps me out the most is that Shepard is in charge it gets to choose whether or not they have sex or not in Shepard's apartment. That's what creeps me out. Oh, that uh, you know what happens if you don't romance anybody? No. Do, oh you! Uh, oh yeah! I I I. Do, what do you do? Hook up with James? You can hook up with James. Ugh. And that Ugh. is really creepy. Ugh! Terrible. No! 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 Seriously, the way it's handled, you just he he is just like a deer in the headlights, and he he just tells you, no, 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 I don't want to do this, and if you really insist, and he tells you that he he would have to get really drunk. And then you can 
you know, start pushing it and pushing it, and then you can have sex with him. Ugh. And this is awful. This yeah. is this is like it's gross. You know, it's it's awful. Yeah, it's bad. People shouldn't do that. Just you know, forcing someone to to have sex with them. That's it's pretty weird. It's weird. It's awful. And then when you wake up, you demand eggs for breakfast. Yeah, well, that happens anyway, but well, yeah, but but still, it's awful. Yeah, really. that's weird. It's weird. It's, it's the, whole, the, the way whole... it's handled and the dialogue. Right. You know, because now that I'm saying it, it you know, it, uh, maybe maybe it's not so bad as she says it. It it is. It's absolutely horrible and feels kind of. The only thing missing is if she she would just roofie him. Yeah, it's weird. Also, I feel like... Weird? Oh, that's just horrible. Even in the rest of the game, where Shepard is specifically like, hey, you ever going to make good with all that flirting, Vega? I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because it's... It, I hate it specifically because it's forced on you. I, if it was if it was choice based, like if Shepard was a little flirty back to him, then they triggered this dialogue. I think that's fine. But there's really no way for Shepard and Vega not to be flirty back and forth with each other. I hate that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Okay. Um, because there's no like there's no way that the, the Shepard the way that I would play her would be flirty with Vega. I'm very I'm very cold and angry at him the entire time I played through that game. And that's, and that's okay, and that's your choice, but he still is kind of flirting at you, so... Well, I yeah, but don't flirt back, is what I'm saying. What? Yeah, but I don't think the Shepherd should be flirting back. Okay, that's fine, but... But, there's, but you have to. Yeah, there's no way to not at to. You, then I kind of get why that line would appear, you know? Yeah. But still, I'd, I would rather if you had a choice on the matter. Yeah. If so, you don't like him, like you don't. Right. Um, so also, here's the interesting thing that I've heard, and I have not, I have not double checked that depending on. Now, obviously, I just invited everybody. I'm just like, hey, yeah. if you're here, just come. But apparently, the scripting changes if there are specific people not there. So like yeah. if you if you don't invite if you like if you, blah blah you don't invite Rex or if you don't invite Grunt or if you don't invite Javik or something like there the what what you go and and experience is actually different which is crazy which means that like they must have written a ton of different variant variations on what actually happens. They did, yeah. That's, that's and tons of dialogue, tons of versions of the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, see, and see, that's the thing. It's like every time I would go, every time I would walk up to a new group at the party, is I just have to sit there and wait to listen to all the ambient dialogue finished, and then start up my dialogue. Yeah, because the first time I threw the party right after the, uh, the mission segment mm-hmm. of the DLC, and I was missing Miranda. Mm-hmm. So it and then when I reloaded and did the DLC, then waited to the party, hang out with everybody, uh, and got Miranda, and then through the party, it was uh, different. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine well, that, that, that's so. It's so strange because like I can't. There's so much of it like in that dialogue that's very sp- character specific in all of it. I can't imagine what it's like without it and having to write. So many different versions. If oh well, this character lots of work for the writers and for the voice actors for everybody. Lots and lots and lots of work. 
Absolutely. And I admire that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they went full force. There, they, there was no copping out. There was no, like, arrival where it's like, oh, Shepard's by herself this entire mission, um, which is lame. Uh, and one of the reasons why I really dislike um, Arrival. Um, so I that- just wish they would invite Kelly. They didn't invite <laughs> Kelly, and this is pissing me off. Because I really, really like Kelly, and she's not there. She's not even mentioned. There is no uh, indication that she's even, you know, alive. Because she, she can be dead, or she can be alive. Right. But if she is alive, then there should be an option to invite her. Yeah. She's right there in in this on the citadel. Yeah. I mean, why isn't she there? Because, yeah. Oh, you know, they said that oh she's either in hiding or dead, but so was everybody else. Yeah, it would. It would. It would. It, I do, like. I don't think there's any dialogue about her, right? No, not at all. Not it would, even it would have been. I think it would have been acceptable for them just to just to be like, oh, so yeah, it's a shame that Kelly couldn't make it or something like that. Just to be yeah, like, like they did with Doctor Chakwas, right? Exactly. This, they said that uh, I think Sam said that oh she can she couldn't make it because there's some sort of emergency. That's that's fine. I get that. And Just acknowledge that she's not. No there. mention of Kelly at all, and this this is just really pissing me off because, like I said, I really like Kelly. Right. If you romance her in two, you're probably pretty and, bummed. Yeah. Out. Not even mention of that as well, and you can romance her in three as well. Right. And you can't invite her to a party. Your own girlfriend, if you're in, if you're romancing her still. Yeah, that's kind of a shame that that didn't happen, but. Uh, and no explanation, yeah. except for you know, uh, officially by word said that she's either dead or in hiding. Yeah. But. Yeah, maybe it, it would have been they, nice if it was in game. That, oh, you know, her voice actor couldn't make it. I would accept that. Right. But not some bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, well, well, and here's the thing. Like, this is a pretty good problem to have, being like, everybody else in the entire Mass Effect franchise is here except one or two characters. Like, that's that's pretty good. And like, yes, it's a shame that they didn't that they didn't do better by that character, but it's a pretty small gripe considering how great the rest of it is. Yeah, like I said, it's still it's nearly perfect for me. It's just you know, just tiny little thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so I like it. Now, did you start things off as a raucous party, or did you start things off quietly? The first time, I wild party. Yeah, let's get everybody drunk. See, I started the other way. I started everything off real quiet, and then I immediately walked over to the group that had Jack in it, and she immediately starts bitching about how quiet it is. Yes. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I picked the wrong one. And then I then I realized that you can go over and do both, and then eventually do a third option, which is pretty cool. What, yeah. what The third option is like, what, like, that's like full-on dance party? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's I. I thought the dance party version was the funniest, and where I, I specifically loved the scene in the kitchen where they all the people were were basically just shaking as hard as they could. Uh, pretty funny. Yeah, I specifically I thought like Tally was really there. funny. Oh, oh the, the quiet version is uh, much funnier. <laughs> yeah. the, the first time it was like wild party, then more wild party, and then dancing mm-hmm. for me. But after, you know, doing the second time, it was like quiet party and then wild party. Right. And then the dancing. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that it's, uh, it was great. I liked it. Also, the, <laughs> it gets real awkward, uh, where I, I think it's, uh, I can't, I can't, maybe it was, maybe it was the quiet version or maybe it was the, the party version, but, uh, the, in, in kind of your, in upstairs, there is, there is trainer, Edie, and Tally, <laughs> and you have this super awkward conversation. Uh, yeah. Between Trainer and Edie, oh. and Tally is just trying to change the subject the entire time. This is, this is extra cheese. Yes, it's hilarious. I need to poison myself. <laughs> it, I, I thought that was great. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, a lot of the banter in the party was just top notch, top notch stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but you see, when you pick quiet party, mm-hmm. you get Tally drunk, but she's more or less sober. When the party is supposed to be wild, right? Yeah. Did uh, you hear her in the bathroom, drunk? Uh, what's the line? Oh, it's it's a very short scene, and then you get to poke her, and she talks to you when yeah. she she gets it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also <laughs> love I also love that Kasumi is hidden pops and up. pops out everywhere. How many bedrooms are in here? <laughs> That's I, I, I love Kasumi. Yeah, Kasumi is great in that DLC. Uh, I think this. She just keeps talking, Jacob. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm just looking. Yeah. It also is kind of a bummer uh, to have Zahid there, where where like so much of like he's doing all the talking, and the entire time, like there's no point where Zahid is in this DLC where I'm not kind of bummed out that the dude's dead. What? The voice actor is dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought that you that you said that you don't like him at the party. No, I I am not. No, I did. I invited everybody. Yeah, but he, he was really awesome at the party. Uh, when he tried with Garrus to uh, you know uh, clone proof your apartment. That's and true. That was, that was the, the whole po- the whole time when the, when it's with uh it's with uh Cortez, Joker, Javik, Grunt and Rex, I think that the whole thing where they get progressively drunker and they're actually like setting up uh combat in your apartment is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, shooting gallery. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's awesome. <laughs> um that was pretty good. Um I like that. Uh I liked I liked uh, where you're forcing Joker to dance with Edie? Oh my god, he was laughing for over a minute. Yeah, yes, that's true. He did. He laughed for a long time. Over a minute. I actually recorded all that in fact. Wow. And measured it was over a minute. Wow. Of laughing, yeah. just laughing. Um, it <laughs> was cruel. Yes. Um, I I think it's funny. I I I liked it a lot, and and what I I liked. I liked that they slept, they all slept over at Shepard's apartment the entire night. <laughs> oh, did, did you like drunk Javik? Uh, I don't remember. No, not hung over Javik, just drunk when he tried to hit hit on Jack and then at Cortez. No, I don't remember that. I don't. That's remember. a human. I would like to touch you. <laughs> no, I don't remember seeing that at all. <laughs> you did it. Maybe oh. it's, is it the sequence that you do it in? Maybe. Uh, no, it's uh, the, the the first uh, half of the party when it's quiet. Then he gets really drunk and demands to touch everybody. No, I didn't. I didn't see that at all. I well, probably I would have remembered that. Just uh, just Jack and then Steve. 
Huh? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> she she tells him to go touch himself, and then he says that it will happen at the end of the party. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. That's funny though. And and Steve is just creeped out. <laughs> I'd imagine. Yes, that would be pretty. Weird. <laughs> Frank uh, Javik is absolutely wonderful. He's he's being even a bigger troll than usually. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's good. I think I think really you you should, if you're if you're gonna play at Citadel, you should have you should definitely have From Ashes installed. And why the hell don't you have From Ashes installed anyway? You really should just play the entire game with From Ashes. Yeah, uh, I take him everywhere. I mean, it's I mean, like most of the time, I'm loading out with Liara and Javik. Because I, I, it's he's so worth it. Every everywhere he goes, his dialogue is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, like I said, uh, since I'm a biotic most of the time, so I take care of his, his overlord, the overlord, and also my boyfriend, right, and the sniper rifle, and uh, the mine, and the ammo, and he's just really awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, Javik and Ed are my uh, second choice. Right. So, and then at the very end, you get to do this kind of giant uh, group picture, which I think is great. Uh, so, yeah. I'm I'm curious because there's I am always confused whenever they bring out Liara in Mass Effect Three if it is just because I'm romancing her or if she's because she's kind of like your your co-pilot in Mass Effect Three. Um, yeah. Are you sitting next to your love interest or Liara on the couch in your picture? Love interest. Okay, so it's love interest basically. I have Garrus and my shepherd staring into each other's eyes. Oh, that's weird. My, with oh, with my, with mine, it's really kind of, everybody's just real relaxed. Like Shepherd just kind of has her arm up on the couch and she's like talking. I think she's talking to. Uh, like she's talking to another character. She's not even looking at Liara. In the, oh. in the picture, there's also like, there's multiple versions because find you a picture. Yeah, um, of the of the picture. It's uh, yeah, they are looking at each other. It's really cute. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I thought that was good. I think it's really smart. Uh, I wish I wish there was an easier way to like export that picture though, because like the best way you can do it is kind of just like move your camera in the game to like and then take a screenshot but i wish there was just like a save out into your save folder a version of this picture so you could you know have kind of like a have a high-res version of it that would be nice well that would be right here um yeah so i liked it i liked it uh the party was great the, the <laughs> everybody everybody kind of hung over grunt I, 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 did I, did you see grunt uh in the shower drunk drunk <laughs> Uh, that was hilarious. Give me more. Give me more. Yes, it's great. Uh, and I, I love, I loved, I loved all the hungover people. I loved <laughs> James making eggs for people. I, and he, he, like, he, he just names, he names like everybody in the room. It's like Javik, eggs, Jack, eggs. So he just like he just, he just starts naming people. <laughs> I thought that that was pretty good. Um, that was nice. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Uh, you know, I, I assume every I assume everybody wakes up their love interest. Um, yes, unless you don't promise anybody, right. and you didn't hook up with James. Right, and you wake up if with James. You are a girl, then you wake up with Javik. <laughs> That's hilarious. But if you are a boy, then you don't wake up with anybody just alone. Oh, that's a bummer. 
And he says that as well. <laughs> Primitives are good for something. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, that's 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 great. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, I think the party's great. Now, what do you think about the one-on-one stuff? About where you know you're you're actually going and meeting people, you know, around the citadel uh, and having one-on-one conversations with them. Mm, that was that was really nice as well. Very very enjoyable. I think. My problem was I I wasn't sure what would trigger them. So like I did this live stream of all my stuff and then I'm like, well, okay, no more messages are popping up. I must be done. So then I I left the Citadel, went back to the Normandy and then Miranda's popped up. Uh, oh, which was annoying. Yeah, uh, that's that's why I really replayed it and decided that um well, maybe more stuff will show up when if I do a mission. And it turns out, yes, and just threw a party the second time right. when uh, she she was available. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, all that stuff was great. Uh, I, I really I liked specifically I thought uh, Jacobs was pretty funny. Uh, oh, yeah. You're going you to the arcade. beat him up. <laughs> and, and you know what? Zahid, where you're actually going and he's doing the claw machine. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh I think uh, I'm trying to think what um what 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 else was um who else was really good uh, Liars uh, was okay I was actually kind of slightly uh, disappointed with Liars yeah so was I it it was you know teach me to play a piano yeah. that would be nice thank you thank you but the piano version of uh, Vigil was nice right and uh, uh, Garrison was okay. When she's kicking ass in that uh, strategy game, that was great. Yeah, that's good. And then also <laughs> she... the cheesy focuses on, on eyes. Yes, and then the, her that's and then her second crap. mission where she comes back and immediately jumps into your spa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then she talks about Kali Sanders having like a vibrator. Oh, who's Kay Sanders? She's <laughs> really nice face. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, uh, with the obviously the um the 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 mission where you have where um you with uh oh god damn it I'm so bad at names the drill what the fuck is his name what's the what's his son what's his son's uh, name uh, Jesus <laughs> uh, yeah um, I, I can't remember his name anyway the kind of like the the uh, memorial uh was pretty nice uh I I, I oh yeah yeah that was that was that was done well. I li- I like that a lot. Uh, it was it was very very well done. I think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really pointed. And so, Dane uh, fans was were really pissed off that he didn't you know get the beater and was not cured and stuff like that. But uh, I think that with this uh, you know this memorial when they actually addressed the fact that he was not cured because you know no research and then call uh, yet. I remember now. Yeah, call right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says that well, he he gets to maybe you know push the salarian um, uh, counselor to maybe you know do some research on the sickness. And- yeah, that's good. That's really good. I like that a lot. Uh, I, I also like that you get to do you get to see him on the screen. You have like three calm messages. Yeah, which is pretty nice. Yeah, I've seen on YouTube the romance version of that, and oh gosh, I cried. Oh yeah, it's it's real. It's, it's real. It's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine 
I can't because like here's the thing. I really didn't care at all about him in two. Like I just didn't care because he came kind of late game. I never really used him. He was an assassin. I'm like that's fine, but I really started liking him as a character a lot in three. Yeah, uh, I liked him as a character in two, and he was useful to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like taking him on missions and just just you know not as a romance option, especially right. not because you know dating a dying guy. It's just I once did it in real life. It was it was not fun. I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, thank... So I'm going to do that in, the, in game, so... Yeah. I, but he was really nice as a character, and I thought that what they did to him in the third game, to people who romanced him, uh, was not really that cool. But, <laughs> no, I felt that it was very it was very realistic and very moving. Yeah, yeah it was. But still, people complained about it, but with this... Well, now, I, they're going to complain about everything. They would complain. It was really beautiful. Yeah, it's well done. L- love it a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think uh, Jax, where you're, where you're going and fighting with her uh, at the arena, is funny. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. And, th- and then she comes back and with her. Baron. Yeah, with the Varen. The Varen. Uh, I, I like that. Uh, Jacobs and yeah, meh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, also, so during the par- is it during the party uh, where you do, or or is it, uh, or is it a one on one where you do with uh, with Vega and you have to where you uh, you're doing the pull ups? Oh yeah, that. Did you do that? No, no hell no. I did, I did. I did. I did like ten times, and I'm like, are they gonna make me do it 183 times? Yeah. And so they do. And I was yeah. like, well, fuck that. I'm not doing this 183 times. I did, and you know what? Because when you start doing this, it it just renegade and paragon interrupt, and then in the middle they start to, you know, mess with you and your brain because it's like. Three renegade interrupts in a row, and then one paragon, then like two renegades, and three paragon, and stuff like that. They start to mix it, mix it up, so you wouldn't fall asleep. Yeah. Well, I guess you could just mash. You could just mash the keys. The the the. Well, <laughs> yeah, you could, but still, it's. It's yeah. mean and evil. Yes. I, uh, so is there like is it worth it? Do you get like a, you get anything or not? Not get anything, but like is there any like is there a good scene or is it just like wow that's impressive, Commander? Anyway, no, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just oh, you did it. How do you feel now? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I need help lifting my arm. Yeah, okay, and that's it. Uh, no, <laughs> there's absolutely no pain. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no way I would have done. It. I would have felt so angry if I would have actually gone through and done it 183 <laughs> times. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I uh, I'm trying to think. What was Javik's? Did Javik have a one on one? Yeah, he did. They invited him to uh, star in. Um, oh yeah, the blaster right, thing. Did a cameo in. Uh, uh, Blaster movie. Yeah, that was that was great. I did. I now that you say that, I remember it, and that was actually pretty. Fun. I also, I also, every single time I interrupted and and stole yeah. uh, stole a movie. <laughs> this one does not share billing. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I, 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 very funny, very amusing, I, and like, there's so much time you can spend doing all that one on one stuff. Yeah. Um, I Alex like was nice as well. Yeah. 
Um, she's on Tumblr, by the way. Right. Yeah, she says, oh, follow these feelings. Later <laughs> on, I will send you links to some captioned animation. <laughs> yes, Tally, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. Tally, <laughs> I, I, so does that cha- Does Tally's change uh, if you're romancing her? Or is it pretty much... Yeah, yeah you do. Huh. Uh, if you romance her, it changes and... Uh, she uh, <laughs> she activates a sing along mode <laughs> and she sings she serenades you that sounds amazing that and you know what the the music that she uh, sings to is actually the uh, love uh, theme for the mass effect 3 that's hilarious <laughs> and um, <laughs> the lyrics are kind of cheesy <laughs> and she is very off key mhm and the shepherd face. Yes. <laughs> Just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Just at her, <laughs> obviously trying not to burst up laughing. Yeah, there's, there's really not anything they could do to make to make Tally more adorable than she already is. <laughs> so they managed. Yes. She's even more adorable now. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about Garrus's? Um, the tango. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it was perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Uh, I'm so trying to think with the... He managed the only time where Shepard actually could dance and did it well. <laughs> well, yeah, it, oh, the the, uh, the, um, non-rom- uh, the non-romance version <sighs> is you're, you're trying to get Garrus laid. Yeah, well, that doesn't work really well, does it? Uh, that was pretty weird. It was pretty weird. Um, Shepard is a shitty wingman. <laughs> well, I, well, well, Garrus is pretty shitty at picking up Turian ladies. Yeah, that's true. Also, I think it's hilarious that they they made they they finally made a Turian female model in the game, and now they just want to put it everywhere. They're like, how can we fit in a female Turian here? Can we make this a female Turian? Yes, really. He is a Turian, so right. Um, and now we know why the romance uh, in Mass Effect 2 with him was so awkward. He's just a, a really not, awkward guy. Yeah, he's he's not very suave. No, not really. Uh, also, well, once you get to know him, he is. But uh, right. Mm. Also, I wonder. I, I I don't remember how this plays out, but like, if you're not romancing him, and you try to get him laid at the bar, and then you go through and you put you play through um, the uh, the end game. Do Tally and him still hook up? I don't know. I don't know. I think they do. That would, they, that would require changing the scripting. I'd imagine they probably still do. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty good. How do you feel about the arcade games? Uh, you can find the Tower of Hanoi there, but it's... Yes! Yeah. That was the best joke. That was the best joke. Uh, Tower of Hanoi? No. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> that was oh goddamn Tower of Hanoi. Perfect. Yes, great, a fantastic joke. Um, I, I, I the games, uh, I didn't find them any of them particularly fun. Like they're, they're useful for the 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 one on one stuff that revolved around them, where you're either beating or losing to Jacob, or you're or you're getting stuff with Zahid at the claw machine, but. Outside of those, they're not. It's not like I'm not going to jump into Mass Effect to play some of these arcade games. Well, Quasar, I really didn't like from the beginning. It it appeared in Mass Effect One, 
and it was just a clone of uh, uh, Blackjack. Hazard, the one from Knights uh, uh, of the Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so but, but that's fun. essentially just bla- it's essentially just blackjack. Yeah. Um, except instead of twenty one, it's twenty. Um, yeah. Uh, no, so not not fun. Uh, I don't think the boxing game's fun. I don't think the claw machine's fun. None so of those the are fun. The boxing game is kind of nice. Uh, the roulette, I uh, sucked at it, so I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I I looked at it. I I went up to the roulette game and i am like this is too complex for me to play immediately so i'm just gonna walk away now (laughs) Um, i'm I'm still not sure if you actually can bet on the varen races or not yeah i don't know because they you could you definitely could in mass effect 2 yeah but um well baron fights but those are races oh yeah whatever I'm, i'm really not sure if you can because i didn't find a machine that would allow you to but then again i didn't look Really hard. Yeah, I did spend a lot no, of you, time I on the cloud machine. Though I think you can because I think I think I bet on the Varen races. Oh. I'm pretty sure that that's in there. Um, okay. So that's interesting, and you and I, yeah, 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 it is there, and you. I think you can bet 250, 500, or a thousand credits. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like I said I, I didn't really find it. I, I found the Tower of Hanoi that's deactivated, and I didn't find the Varen race. Yeah, yeah, the Tower of Hanoi <laughs> joke is funny as hell. Um, I did spend a lot of time on the claw machine. Right, yeah. Well, I want plushing. Yeah, I did, I, did, I did get the, the Volus plush, and I did get all the music that, that, that would unlock. Yeah, and the music as well. Um, it took me a while to find the Volus plush uh, in my apartment, though. I guess it's in, like, the yeah, upper... Yeah, the upper floor in, like... When the, you find it, it's kind of obvious. Yeah. It's really pretty. Um, so I like that. Uh, the, the, the combat arena, I, at first I was like, I don't care about this. But then I realized that you can play with pretty much anybody, anybody you've ever been a partner with who's still alive. You yeah. Can, you can play with them. I thought that you was know really what? clever. Jacob in Mass Effect 3 is really useful. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, I, Mar- I don't know. Miranda has Miranda Reeve. Miranda ridiculously awesome. She didn't have Reeve in the first game in Mass Effect Two, right? No, no. That was that was just that was just um, Thane, right? No, um, Samara had Reeve. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that's cool. I think that I. I Miranda's great in this. Miranda is overpowered. Yes, that's true. Um, Rex, obviously getting to play more with Rex is really fun. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I actually went through and played... I didn't think that I would touch it at all, but I actually went through and played through all the missions they give you. Like, yeah, all, all the story-based okay. stuff. Okay. Okay. Because, like, like I, could, I, don't, I don't give a fuck about playing, like... Like, I am not going to play just, like... Throw as many people as you at me as you can. Just make this as hard as possible. But if there's like actual story stuff to it, I'll definitely play. Yeah, the Make a Wish one. Yeah, it was good. That was sweet. Um, I also, I like that they gave you a new armor set, which is out of the choice of one of three. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I really spirit. hope that it would be uh, the the one that uh, your clone was wearing, but it was just the Phantom one or the Kylang one. Right. Uh, and. But it's yeah. cool that you got an extra suit of armor. Well, and it's a really powerful one as well. That's true. Although I don't think I, I like 
if I were to play a new game plus, I don't think I would use it I, because I just I just spec my armor to increase power reduction, uh, power recharge reduction. Yeah. And so this, I mean, like I think I, I just it's so much better when it, like it, it takes you know half the time away to recharge my powers. I just run around with uh, to two hundred percent, you know, because yeah. um, uh, pistol yeah. from Black Flag and uh, SMG with uh, ultralight materials, and it's yeah. Two hundred percent. So I just don't worry about it. I put everything in the uh, power damage and weapon damage. Yeah, I also, and it also looks really nice. That's true. <laughs> I also think it's funny that all of the people on the scoreboard are named characters in Mass Effect. I think uh, it's hilarious that, uh, that you have like you have Arya, you have Bray, you have, have Barlavon. There's Jordan. Yeah, there. Jordan Knowles. I is think it. she would love it. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Uh, I, I'm doing a recording with her. She's actually she's uh, away at the moment. Uh, oh. But when she gets back, we'll be doing we'll be doing a recording, and I'll be sure to mention that. Um, <laughs> it's it, we'll be recording about multiplayer, but I'm sure she'll have a few things to say about uh, Citadel. That's um, Yeah, so that's cool. Jordan Knowles is there, uh, and also uh, it's it's pretty pretty amusing. I think that when you when you get for me it wasn't when I, immediately when I passed Vega on the score but when I got nine 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 I got an email from Vega being like hey I see you beat my score on the simulator I thought <laughs> that was pretty funny um, yeah. I, I like and I'll, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think Barlavon Bray uh, Jordan Arya Talok Vega oh and, and um Alisab Vincent and Ajinani. Yes, yes, she's there. And uh, what's what's his name? Who's the um, who's the commander? Bailey. Bailey's on there as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, I, I think the combat was much. It's better than it has it has any excuse to be. Like it, just having this as a, as a way to kind of play multiplayer in the single player. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And also, I it's really kind of a, didn't go ahead. feel like you know going to the arena because. Well, the whole whole game is you know shooting and stuff, and then you get to do that again mm-hmm. on the arena. But it was awesome fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, more fun than Pinnacle Station, I think. Oh, way, way, way more fun. Pinnacle Station is terrible. Yeah. Like I bought, I purchased Pinnacle Station after seeing people being like, "Yeah, don't, don't buy Pinnacle Station," and I'm <laughs> like, "No, I'm sure it's fine. It's bad. It's real bad." <laughs> Uh, especially because combat in Mass Effect 1 is so bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's clanky. The, yeah. Here it, was, it was really clever. Yeah, And also, the pro- I think the big problem with Pinnacle Station is that it's just like infinite spawn, or it'll be like basically infinite spawn for the net for 20 minutes or something. There's just, you don't see the end. Yeah, um, it's bad. This is great, though. Um, it, yeah. it, it's fun. It's really fun. Uh, I think it's four matches. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's great, and it also I I really I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much is because it kind of incentivizes you to play super strategically, where every single time the enemies would spawn, I would try to max out my kill streak. Yeah, <laughs> that made it that made it enjoyable. If it was just shooting guys, it wouldn't be nearly as good as it is currently. Yeah, but maximizing kill streak is a good idea there. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, so that's great. So, what overall, this whole you know thing? What do you what do you think? Do you think did it was it was it worth fifteen dollars? Um. Yes. 
More, more definitely, yes. Get it? You won't regret it. Yes. Please, please go buy. And also, <laughs> I, 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 this is the. I think this is the best way to go out for Mass Effect Three. Like this leaves a great taste in people's mouths. P- you know, if people, if people played Mass Effect Three and were kind of, kind of bummed out by it uh, with the ending, and they come, they come play Citadel to wrap everything up. Okay, I'm done Mass Effect Three now. That's going to leave them with a with a, with a smile on their face when they think about when they think about Mass Effect Three. They'll think about this. They'll have a big smile on their face, and they can't Absolutely. wait to play the next Mass Effect. Yeah, and if you just really don't like the ending that much, then just don't play. Just reload, old save, mm-hmm. do the DLC, and don't finish the game, and it will be perfect. Hey, if you hate the ending, yeah. If you hate the ending, just play through it. Get past, get past the elusive man. Get to the point where you you, you turn on you turn on the the crucible and you collapse on the floor and then turn it off. Un- unplug. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, there are, alternatively there are uh, mods mm-hmm. for the ending. You know, sure. Yeah, uh, you can find them, but they're only PC, so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Citadel's great. I love it. Um, and so let's let's talk. And about- I love it. Yes, it's it's great. Please please go pay fifteen dollars um, to Bioware. So where can people find you if they want to know more about you, Lothlin? Um, I'm on Tumblr and I'm, I'm on Twitter. And what is your what you're just is just Lothlin? Yeah, uh, on both. Oh. Or alternatively, um, I run this webcomic. Well, currently on hiatus because my all my screenshots that I that I do the comic with went uh, bye bye because one of my hard drives blew out. Oh no! But but it's coming back soon, so I promise. And it's a software effect. Also, dot tumblr dot com. Yes. Great. And again, if you want if you want more episodes of of uh, Quadcast, if you want show notes, all that good stuff, just go to quadcast.net. You'll find all that information. So Yes, go there. Yes. Laughlin, thank you very much for coming back. Thank you. Thank uh, you for having me. Yes. And thank you guys for listening. Coming back, definitely go play it. So, for Quadcast, I'm Grant Bruner. Have a good one. Took the freeway out of town. Found a place to settle down Got a driveway and a swing set and a dog Got your very own bathroom I got my very own workshop in the basement We sit around staring at the wall to wall Take field trips to our favorite mall Waiting for the day when all the kids grow up and leave us here if you need me, I'll be downstairs with the shop vac You can call, but I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop vac on But you'll be okay, cause you'll be upstairs with the TV You can cry, and I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop vac on We hung a flag above the door Checked out the gourmet grocery store I got a mower I can ride around the yard But we haven't got real friends And 
Now even the fake ones have stopped calling Maybe if you forget to hide the keys I'll take a ride to Applebee's Come home drunk on daiquiris And throw up on the neighbor's lawn If you need me, I'll be downstairs with the shop back You can call, but I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop back on But you'll be okay, cause you'll be upstairs with the TV You can cry, and I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop back on I like the Starbucks here, that's better than the other one Cause the other one's not as good They really need to put a light there Cause it's hard to turn It's hard to make a left turn When it's time to go to bed I'm still awake inside my head Floating up above the house and looking down I guess I gotta go back there Guess there never was any other answer And as the freeway hums, the cars go by The headlights roll across the sky Many miles away and I can see them speeding through the dark If you need me, I'll be downstairs with the shop vac You can call but I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop vac on but you'll be okay, cause you'll be upstairs with the TV You can cry and I probably won't hear you Because it's loud with the shop back on <laughs>